Hey, bootleggers. It's Kara. And Tasha. Get, Get in. in. We're going to Luke Combs. In Atlanta. This week, we are headed from the Orlando area all the way to Atlanta. We're making a little road trip. Road trip. Special edition to see Luke Combs on this stadium tour. Which is pretty exclusive. He didn't do a lot of stadiums. No, I think total it was three that were like billed as the stadium tour. And then later in this episode, you'll hear a clip of my experience at Buckeye Country Superfest with Luke Combs. But I wouldn't include that in what he would consider a stadium tour. I think that was quote unquote a festival. Yeah. Was it only one day? It was only one day. It used to be more than one day. It did. It used to be two. I think that COVID kind of messed with some of that. But even the last few years prior to COVID, it was only one day. But but yeah, so he did Buckeye Country Superfest. That wasn't technically a stadium tour date. Part of the date. Yeah. Yeah. But this was his last stop on this stadium tour. So So he played Mercedes-Benz. I was very impressed with the venue. Which, yeah, first time both of us had either been there. First time I'd been to the city of Atlanta. I've obviously driven through it, but I've never been, like, downtown to do anything. Same so. for me. And we didn't really do much besides get to the concert. But No, but I'm just saying I've never even, like, never I've been never there. experienced anything yeah. about it. So I was um, very was impressed. Actually pretty easy in the way that we ended up coming. We had some friends pick us up from our hotel, which was really, really nice because then we didn't have to worry about an Uber and cost of that and all of that. jazz so and then the way we ended up coming from that hotel was like super easy and parked pretty easily parking Um, was very convenient the parking garages garage right next to the stadium if you're headed to a falcons game or a concert or anything the red garage was really good easy in fairly easy out yes definitely there was some rain so that was a little concern of like we didn't get to truly tailgate but that's okay We'll have our chance later in the concert season. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to, sometimes with stadiums, too, just because of how they have parking yeah. around them as well. So There wasn't as much... It's not as much outdoor parking, but there was a whiskey jam experience prior to the concert that Which I was, was in a really about. fun little, like, grass area that they clearly do stuff pregame for football games, too. Like, it's clearly used as some sort of tailgate type experience definitely i thought that was really like a nice add-on to your yeah what would be like your football experience but whiskey jam happened to be there this time with a few artists um so we didn't get to experience that but that's okay we'll get our chance at whiskey jam one day one day um getting into the arena was pretty easy once we found our door i mean there was a lot of people it was for some reason that just i venues haven't figured it out although although a lot more venues are doing the sort of like disney thing where they have the metal detectors that you just walk through um where they're not having to like look in bags and things like that a lot of nice venues are just eliminating bags so if you are going to a concert soon just make sure you check to see what their guidelines are are. because some will let you come in with a bag i typically and kara as well always carries a smaller like what would we call that like a clutch a clutch yeah. And then, it, I mean, it does have to fit a certain size. And then a lot of the football arenas also have a clear bag policy, too. So they, that's an option as well. But again, it, there's still size limits on it. So you do have to be careful. Yeah. If you ever run across a clear bag, I highly suggest picking one up because a lot of venues are going to the clear bag policy these days. So yeah. we do get it. We get in the venue and then we realize we actually had floor seats for this show, which was something we don't normally have. We just normally say, let's go and we do it. Yeah. It There's not... 
not that there's not a thought process there, but there's not a strategic way to go about what tickets we want most of the time. We just go, okay. Yeah, then we just end up kind of picking whatever works best in the time in the Time frame, price yeah. range. We bought these in November. So we were kind of... We thought we had money. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. So we did have to go in and get like a wristband to go onto the floor, which was kind of annoying, but... It, the process was lot, quick. It went a lot faster than I thought it was going to. The line just seemed really long. I don't know. Maybe we just found a good line and it ended up going quicker than... I will say, I, anticipated, I thought all of the staff at the venue were very nice. Like, oh yeah, it was quick. They were putting, quick, easy. Like, let's just let's get through the, quickly. Get this quick. Yes. Yeah. So I was excited because Cody Johnson was part of this date, and I really wanted to see him. I was excited because I'm not. I had actually. Well, I was excited to see him. That was exciting. Like when we were first going, but then. He also picked up Zach Bryan, which I didn't know about until you told me he was at in Columbus. So that was exciting, too, because he's, I mean, brand new to me. I've heard the name, but I hadn't listened to any of the music. I would say he's pretty new to country music, though, as far as being that, like, I I wouldn't call it a household name, but, like, more people are starting to know know Zach Bryan. I mean, and he had a really good reaction when he came out on stage. So we missed Morgan Wade. Yes, we did. Sorry to her. We just... It was... It's timing. They, when they start that early... First of all, I don't even know if we would have gotten out of the car when we parked if we would have seen her anyway. Yeah, she didn't play for very long. So concert started at 6. So it was a little bit longer than your normal concert. Because we were definitely at our seats by 6.30. Yes. Um, but even in the process, like, by the time we even parked... Because we didn't sit in the parking lot. No, not for long. very long. Um, But we kind of waited a little bit for that but I feel like if we would have got even gotten out then there would have been more people trying to get in so our line to get in would have been longer right so we really got there to see Zach Bryan kick off the show yes and he definitely did I think he played a great set list like I said you'll hear this part later on but he was great last week too and then this week I was even more impressed if I'm honest very much a he's there to play you his songs kind of guy um Although, I thought he was a little bit more animated than I was expecting him to be. Um, If you're not a Zach Bryan person or don't know him, I would start with something in the orange. That's like the... the, That's like the hit. That's his song. That seems to be like the hit right now. That's the one that the whole... Everybody knows it. Whoever was in the arena, like, they all knew it. (laughs) I'm a big fan of From Austin and Condemned. I'm a big fan. He didn't sing my favorite song in time but I liked open the gate that was what he started with I actually will say that during his set is when I went to go grab drinks which obviously the football arena they don't have things set up as easily accessible on the floor because that Nobody's is going where to be a game is yeah, being no played. one's on the field so I will say that they did a good job at making sure things were right on the what would be like the sidelines where the players are sitting because that's where all of your concessions were for us so i didn't even have to miss zach bryan right you didn't have to leave that area like you didn't have to go to the promenade to buy anything so i was still watching him kara was just watching by herself yeah which is fine they had a whole merch stand on the floor i really like on the floor and then obviously there's not a lot of bathrooms because who's using them on the field and they are not letting us in the locker room right so um they they put together um 
like an outside area that you could go to with like a hundred porta potties, uh, just to sort of alleviate that mess too, which which I thought is was nice because you know you, they don't have to do that. Like no, I thought that was a good idea. Um, Not my preferred method of bathroom, but I mean, but if it's gonna I'll make it quicker, it. it's gonna make it quicker, and that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, Zach Bryan definitely put on a show. I was like I said, I wasn't expecting him to be as animated either, and I just feel like. The energy he does bring is it's good. Good, yeah. yeah. And he then, has a great band, very talented. Um, it's a little bit more bluegrassy. He has a fiddle, stand-up bass, so it's a little bit different than your normal country band that we're seeing in mainstream right now. Um, in that sense, but there, there are fiddle were, players, but like there were people there to see him. Oh, for sure. We heard quite a few of them say, "I'm here to see Zach Bryan." <laughs> and I think that says something about an artist. Like, if there's, the, I mean, I think he's definitely more male geared. There's not girls, like, flocking after Zach Bryan. Definitely more, um... Not to say he's not cute. He has a more masculine vibe. I'm not even worried about that. He has a more masculine vibe. Yeah. Um, I think his music is a little bit more rough around the edges. Definitely agree there. But I like it. I do. And then I would say next... I think they did a very good transition from set to set. Sometimes I feel like I'm just stuck waiting a long time. Yeah, it didn't feel very long. It didn't. And then I was very excited about Cody Johnson because I actually had bought tickets in 2019 to see him in 2020. I believe it was like March 2020 and obviously didn't happen. So I've been a Kojo fan for a good while now and was just kind of waiting to see him. So I was thrilled about this part. He did not disappoint. No, he was very good. It was kind of funny because at the time of covid i had listened i mean i think i listened to him non-stop and then i was so upset that i didn't get to see him that i've refused to listen to his new album human but kara's listened to it i listened to human so i was on new cody johnson and she was on old cody johnson so we were going back and forth between which songs literally <laughs> every other song it was like oh i know this one and she'd be like i don't know this and then she'd be like oh i love this one and i'd be like i have no idea what this song is but it was good like it kept it upbeat and fun and, and he was incredibly more animated than, than I thought he was going to be I absolutely agree with you there I wasn't he was much more like performer around the stage I wasn't like I almost that. feel like he came out onto the catwalk and there was a couple of times that there weren't any lights on him because I don't think anybody really they knew what ready. he was gonna do like he was like all over the place like ready to you know perform to this part of the arena and perform to that part of the arena and he was, like, in the dark at sometimes because they had, like, I don't know if they didn't plan it. I don't know. I don't know. But. Yeah, he definitely brought the show. And he will be in Tampa in November. And we kind of thought about it. I was like, oh, we'll get seats in the back. Didn't end up buying them. Now it's sold out. Now we're convinced we have to go. So stay tuned <laughs> to see if that happens come November. But I have a feeling it will because as soon as this was over, we were like, oh, we got to go. Yeah, that was great. He was so good. He definitely, I think, as we're talking about him entertaining more and, like, that performance, I think it comes from him doing rodeos. Probably. Probably. You know, that's a performance as yeah. well, so I think some he, of that comes from that. He His look is very button-up. It's jeans, button-up shirt, cowboy hat. It almost reminds me of, like, a George Strait who yes. is not running around a stage, so I think in my mind, I was like... Will he live will he up to do that? This? Like, will he do this? Will he will he be more animated? Or is he just going to kind of stand and play guitar? Which is... Which know, I would have been fine with. Yeah, I would have been fine with it. But I think he has a good range of songs. Like, 
you have your slow songs, slow. you have your yeah, fast songs, he does, he does mid tempo. And so I think that really helped. I, I really do think he was a great opener for Luke Combs. Yeah, and I was I was a little worried about it. If you Not weren't a Cody the fan, right way. Y- yeah, if you weren't a Cody fan, you walked away from that like concert I think being a Cody fan. Like, wow, I got to see what this guy is going to do next. Yeah, and we know his single currently on radio is Till You Can't and I think it was a good idea for him to close with that. I do think most people know that song even if they're not a fan. Right. It's, it's just it's out it's there. everywhere. And then the main attraction. Oh, uh, Luke Combs. The man himself. Came he, out with a really good did, did they play that video in Columbus? I did not see that video in Columbus so I was shocked by that. I was like, what is this? Came out with like a, a montage video of like younger Luke up to now. now and it included his parents yes and a little bit more background we were just having the conversation yesterday of who we thought luke combs was and like i just see him as this nice guy but also like the athlete like the big guy on the football team right but the teddy bear as well right so then when it showed a picture of him in a musical which obviously is fitting because he's he can sing <laughs> but he also was a football player so i was like yeah yep, he's definitely the teddy bear of the group because because he's in this musical. Because he's he's also a theater kid. Yeah. That was definitely the... He's the theater kid. But I just... This would be my fourth time seeing him in a 12-month span at this point. And I just can't get enough of him. Oh, so good. Because every song... It's like song after song after song. So good. Now, obviously, he released... Just released a new album. Which I've listened to. We've been to, listening. But haven't fully dove into every song nor have i listened to the songs it's not like on repeat yet it's i only been out about a month a, a little month. over a month yeah i think it was uh, middle of june i think that when you're somebody like luke combs it's hard for us as fans to, to let go of the previous the, yes, album to move on to the to new things because we have the things that we love so much which says a lot about yeah. an artist if i can't let go of your previous album and it was that good that also means I don't want the next one to beat it. And for him, they just have each time. Oh, yeah, they've progressively gotten... We do see a different Luke on this one, but I still think it's up to par with what I he's do. always I do, released. too. I don't think it strays from his sound, and I don't think it strays from the Luke persona. Um, obviously, it's shifted in content a little bit, but I think the sound is still the same it's him it's always going to be him i really don't think he's going to be one of those artists we see transformed to what sells i think he's just like this is me yeah he's just going to keep going with this is what i sell working so i will say now you know you you get your um beer drinking songs you get your beautiful crazies those songs that we know and love but i did like I think one of the highlights of the concert was seeing him sing Dive by Ed Sheeran. And that was towards the end. Yes. And there is a little backstory to that. It was on TikTok. Um, There was a girl who released a TikTok. Her boyfriend had bought her tickets to Luke Combs. Like we said, we bought these in November. So I'm assuming most people did as well. And the boyfriend had passed away. But the video of him was singing Dive by Luke Combs. So she was... Like this was their favorite song. Yeah, they were... Like this was their song. Talking about how like... But like almost specifically his version of it. Yeah, she was so sad that, like, now he wouldn't be there with her and those things. Like, Luke Combs, can you play dive? And he did. I thought that was very sweet. Yeah, and he, he came out and reminisced the whole story and, you know, went 
and was like just very I think very humbled by the fact that she was like this is it's this is important to special. us special yeah I would love to share that with you in this moment so I thought that was really nice because I've never seen him sing it but it's a I believe it's a Spotify exclusive yes I think so and I, we're both Ed Sheeran fans so definitely I mean Dive is up there there's not a bad Ed Sheeran song so so there's that there's that <laughs> it, so if you combine there's not a there's bad, bad Luke Combs song either, so. with the voice and then the Ed Sheeran it just works yeah so good so I think that was probably one of the highlights um, I actually just really enjoyed singing and dancing on the floor yeah it was fun we had a great little area of people and by great little area she means it was us that are the, we're the great part they just didn't knock us down for any no reason. they were like you just do you and they probably could have because we definitely were screaming every song we at the top a little, of our lungs bit it's okay there but you was, have to be it's a concert there like, were good get, dance have moves fun. yeah i people who don't have fun at concerts they drive me nuts. i paid to have that fun right if lots I, of money too. if i didn't want to pay for it i would stay home and sing it in my room yeah that's what i've always said which i can still do but and i will but i'd rather be there with luke himself I mean, I believe Luke Combs created this concert for us to have fun. Yeah. And so we did just that. We did get a little bit closer towards the end because as people start to leave, I try to always... Kind of move up. Get my get my picture shot. I, I want a good shot. I, I will say, though, we really didn't get that far. There wasn't a lot of people who... we Maybe 10 or 11 rows. Yeah, we didn't get much further, but... And then we got moved over a little to the middle. So it was... You know, the view was a little bit better, but... I definitely think I would pick... We were in section D, so there were five sections on the floor. C, obviously, was then the straight on of the stage and the catwalk. So um, our actual seats were in D, and then when we moved up, we did stand in C for the last two songs. So I would say if I were purchasing tickets again, I would try C, but I was not disappointed in my section. No. Mm -mm. And now I don't think I could ever sit further away from Luke Combs. Probably not. I could if I, I just wanted to go with the, a group. I guess maybe the only furthest I'd go, I'd go, like, side sections in, like, the first ten rows. Yeah. I really think that that was a great part. The only complaint I have, and it's definitely not a Luke Combs complaint, it was that I specifically bought us end seats because I know that we enjoy end seats. We can come and go. I don't really care if someone needs to get out because I can absolutely move. But they added two seats, I would say, up to a week ahead of time, maybe even less, next to us so we were yeah they extended every row by two seats we were 27 28 and then all of a sudden there was a 29 and 30 next to me and i was like i literally handpicked these seats november 15th or something right, like when they went on sale and now i have an extra seat next to me so that was a little bit irritating but obviously that's definitely just the venue trying to pack as many tickets in for sure i would say overall if you have a chance to see luke combs go out and do it absolutely and cody johnson absolutely. and zach bryan all of those three guys, I mean, they are definitely going to be continuing... To have success in whatever realm that is. Yes. I mean, obviously, Luke Combs is... Luke Combs already there. ...mainstream success. Like, I don't see him falling off anytime soon. Ever. Sure. <laughs> I mean, we can make that statement. We can be bold. I really think his music will continue to, to live on. Like, just what he's put out in general. So, like... He himself one day might be like, ah, oh, it's time to settle down. But I think the music will still live on for him. It's not a one-hit person. Statement. Yeah. yeah. Fair we, we see he's not the one-hitter. So, yep. but yeah, 10 out of 10 would go to the stadium again, would see this show again, would take the same person again. Oh, look at me. <laughs> and shout out to Reese, the guy who sat next to us who had to deal with us all night. 
yeah, he was fun. An angel, because... <laughs> a real angel. <laughs> I wouldn't have dealt with us either. He, I would have probably told us... I'd be like, can you guys No, sit? I wouldn't have said anything, because I don't care, but... <laughs> I'm sure that some of the people behind us were like, can they stop singing? But the answer is no. So if you the ever... always no. ...are so. at a concert with us, behind us, in front of us, anything, we will sing. Loud. We will dance. Bad. Obnoxiously. But we're a great time. And we will have a blast... And we will remember it forever. Making memories. And you will remember us forever. <laughs> On that note, we're out. <laughs> Bye. Like I said, we went to Buckeye Country Superfest last week. So here is a little snippet of my friends Mackenzie and Zach and our experience at Buckeye Country Superfest with Luke Combs. So this week we went to Buckeye Country Superfest. Um, one of my best friends, Mackenzie, and her husband, Zach, decided to take me for my birthday. And I love Buckeye Country Superfest simply because if you're an Ohio State fan, you love to be at the shoe. I personally think the venue is great, but that comes with being an Ohio State fan. I have a feeling that when Kara has her two cents, she might feel different because there is no way you can step into the shoe and not feel like a Buckeye. Um, they've done Buckeye Country Superfest quite a few years. Did they do it last year? No. No, not last year because obviously COVID. So I believe our last Buckeye Country Superfest was 2019. 2019 and it was George Strait. So obviously coming off of George Strait being a headliner at a Superfest, you have some really big shoes to fill. So this year, our 2022 Buckeye Country Superfest was Luke Combs, who Mackenzie and I think was fantastic. Zach is also a guest on our podcast this week, and he does have a little different opinion, but we'll get there later. Um, so like I said, Luke Combs is the um, headliner at this one. There were four people prior to him. So it started with Morgan Wade, then Cameron Marlowe, then you had Zach Bryan, who is a pretty big up and coming name, as well as Cody Jinks. So if you're familiar with country you obviously know some of those names. If you're just diving into it, you probably know Luke Combs. And in my opinion, that'd be about it. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm probably just diving into country, but I'm a music fan. And I mean, I know, I knew everybody on the list, to be honest with you. Not like as, as deep as you know Luke Combs, because he's a popular name face and, you know, gives you the whole experience. But um, I thought that it was good music from top to bottom. And I think it's good we're getting the male perspective on this because obviously Kara and I are both females. So we have the female perspective. So it was interesting going to a concert with Zach, who's not a diehard Luke Combs fan. Like I would say, I might not say diehard, but like I think. I, I feel like like when we went, like at the concert, you and I could belt out most of the lyrics of every single song. And it was great. If, yeah. No, I wouldn't have changed, like, anything that Luke Combs did. Oh, it was a great performance, good show, everybody was involved in it. I mean, you know, it would have been nice to see some of the earlier acts in a different setting, so to speak. Like, you know, their sound, to be their entire day to be tailored to them, or, like, them being the evenings with the lights. I think seeing all. them for the first time in a smaller venue would have done them better than playing to a stadium and we talk about this a lot and we do describe our venues um 
the shoe is unique in how it's set up. So obviously it's shaped like a horseshoe. Uh, but in looking at like numbers and things, I think it said it was sold out to 63,000 people, 63 to 65,000 people. We got there pretty early. So we did see Cameron Marlowe play. So the only person we did miss was Morgan Wade. There was some inclement weather earlier. So that was also why we kind of got a late start. But overall, I would say the, the venue was pretty packed throughout. Now, was it was it your sold-out crowd from beginning to end? No, but I would say even Cameron Marlowe had a decent amount of people in there. Oh, yeah. yeah, I would say you definitely noticed it. Like, everyone made sure they were at their seats by Luke Combs. Yeah. Like, you could tell um, a distinct difference. Like, Cody Jinx being the last person before Luke Combs, you, I feel like you could tell a distinct difference between the crowd for Cody Jinx and then Luke Combs. Oh, everybody's in their seats for Luke Combs. Everybody was at the place during Cody Jenks. They were in their seats during Luke Combs. I think you could tell a difference in looking at social media and things like that, because that's exactly what I did when we got home. When Cody Jenks played loud and heavy, everyone was singing. Even if but, it was just the chorus, because I'm going to be honest, that's all I know from Cody Jenks. I know his name. I know he's up and coming, but... You, and like I could tell it. you, yeah, I could tell you like I have maybe heard the songs, but I guess to sing along like a Luke Combs style, no. I think that is one thing. I mean, we talked about this the whole way home too. Is that what makes the show? Everybody gets to sing along to it or what do we, I mean. I think that would show your, your, that's the difference between that mainstream piece. So, and that's what we're getting to here. We kind of all talked about, like we just said, in a, a venue makes a difference, but I think that. Your Zach Bryan and Cody Jinx just don't fit for openers of Luke Combs. Yeah, we said that like their total style doesn't. So, well, oh, it wasn't a Luke Combs concert. It was. It was. So I would say a majority of the people, if not everyone, bought their tickets because their yeah. goal was to see Luke Combs. But so we had previously discussed that we thought that like Cody Jinx or like a Zach Bryan fits more with like a Chris Stapleton opener than we feel a Luke Combs opener. I would even say a Zach Brown band. I know you yeah. can't really have Zach Bryan with Zach Brown band, but I think that would be a good fit. Yeah, I just for don't think well. the styles like so I I don't know. I just don't think the styles combined. I think it'll be interesting because when we actually publish this episode, Kara and I are seeing Luke Combs exactly one week later. And the openers are very similar, but instead of Cody Jinx, we have Cody Johnson. So I'm interested to see how that well, truly flows. I can tell you, Luke won't have an Ohio State Buckeyes jersey on. It'll be a Falcons jersey. And he'll probably chuck a beer and throw it in the stands. All that will happen. Um, but he won't have the Buckeyes jersey on. Um, so that may be the biggest difference in this show. I agree with you because, as Zach just said, it wasn't a Luke Combs concert. But if we truly look at the stadium tours... I wouldn't even call it a stadium tour he's doing right now. It's like six to eight dates of stadiums. It's what we just saw besides yes. one or two other people. So we'll, we'll call it a mini tour. I know he's going to start his middle of somewhere tour here soon with Jordan Davis, and that's going to be exciting, but still not a very long list of venues and dates. But I think that's what his goal was this summer was to get out, maybe get other people to see these other artists because I do believe Luke Combs is a good person in that sense too to want these people who might not be as mainstream country to get fans because i would say and this is just, i'm not speaking for you obviously but i think zach you enjoyed zach bryan and cody jenks oh i did i mean i mean i don't know what the, the mainstream like i said i'm not a diehard country person i'm just a fan of music i thought luke combs was good 
That was a great performance. Um, from a music standpoint, I just enjoyed the. I, I wish, I wish I'm able to see Zach Bryan in it, like at the nighttime with it being dark and a sound. And but everything. I think Taylor to him would have been like, well, in Ohio means like a Kemba Live or like a Newport. Like I feel like that yeah, should well, be more of a that's, first step. That's great, but the point of the matter is there's no reason that he... I know he's not mainstream and doesn't sell like the chorus and all that kind of stuff that everybody can sing along with, but if he can... I mean, everybody's got to start somewhere. I mean, I think their, their band as a group was really, really talented, um, and and he it's, it's weird because everybody's got their own different taste, and it's like, okay... Somebody comes up, they don't spend a lot of time talking. Like, like their music is doing the talking. They're not like, they knew what they were there for. They were there to play before Luke Combs came onto stage. Uh, I think if, 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 like you say, if he starts at the Kemba Lives and the other places and he becomes a headliner, you know, it's a whole different story five years from now. I think they have enough talent in that group together to be in that situation someday. I agree. I think because we're talking about musicians as a whole, yes, it's Zach Bryan up there, but you could tell his whole band was excited to be up yes. there. They were playing their hearts out. Like, yes. you could tell they really felt that. I truly believe they were. I mean, and we all know big artists are also thankful that everyone's there, but that's their job where when you're still trying to make it, you're selling yourself on that stage. Which and I, I really think he was trying to do that. Yeah, and I I honestly, I think I would say, like, I would have put... And names-wise, I, I guess I understand how they organized it, but I don't think I would have put Cody Jinx right before Luke comes. I think we started to listen to Zach Bryan, so that's why we were more, like, yeah, and I guess magnetic like, to yes, him. Yes, I guess it's all in what you like, but I would say, like, I think Cameron Marlowe mainstream has three popular songs. Yeah. Where like, I I wouldn't have said that. So like I would have said one with Cody Jinx and that's loud and heavy and one with Zach Bryan, which is something in the orange. And like, I, but I feel like Cameron Marlowe does have three that I knew right off the bat. And I don't typically, I wouldn't say I don't typically listen to him, but those are ones through like, Amazon Music, like the My Soundtrack or whatever that have shown up on my list that have com- like played consistently. Yeah. And I do think it's one of those things that now that your Zach Bryan and Cody Jinx are playing a Luke Combs concert, they're going to have more fans. People were at that show. They're going to listen to them afterwards. I think overall it was a phenomenal day. Yes. Buckeye Country Superfest was put on well. My only critique that's not concert-wise was... Buckeye Country Superfest 1 needs to make sure that they have enough food for everybody. That was a little disappointing to get to concessions and things were out. Well, and I would say our, like, well, we talked about this. Our other critique would be that, like, as Tosh and I have gone for very, like, many different years of Superfest, like, we say we would like it to be back to, like, I don't consider Superfest a one-day thing. Like, to me, a Superfest is at least two days where the last time we went to it for two days was probably 2017, 2018. And then they moved it to just one day. Yeah. And I think Superfest is great. It has potential. I do think we'll continue to see a one-day Superfest because we're pulling in that artist on their tour. So, I mean, we'll see what it continues to be. I definitely have seen on social media the presence of can't wait to see you next year. So I have no doubt that come this fall, we'll have a lineup 
and it's going to be great. And will I be there again? 100% because I love my Buckeyes. I love to see country music, and I love it when they put that jersey on like Zach was saying, especially Ohio State. Can, can, can I say for most people probably went into that stadium and just kind of were hanging out because, you know, the atmosphere is like people were just hanging out in there. I bet you they think that Cody Jenks, Cameron Marlowe, um, and Zach Bryant underperformed. I bet you they would tell you that they did not perform to the level that they were expecting them to perform at. Um, and I think, uh, I'm, I think the reason being is they just went there to play music and put their sound out there. Yeah, I agree. They, they, they I do did, think it's a step in the right direction yes. for them. I, yeah. did, I don't think they showed up. Like I think they understood exactly where they were at. They were there to play music and be there before Luke Combs came on. And, you know, I don't want to say be a time filler, but, I mean, they were putting it But I think there, a lot of them know their space. Like, yep, they, they know, they their, know their, place. their spot. Like, they know yeah. that, like, hey, most people bought their, like, these tickets for... You know, Luke Combs or whoever, uh, you know, yeah. the main event is. Well, and like, they're just kind of happy to, like, to be there. Like, Tosh, you know, we're talking about like Zach Bryan walks up and says, like, Hey, I hope you don't hate this song. It just starts playing. And, and, and it's like, you know, as bands into it, they're like, Hey, I don't want to tell you some story. Like, you guys didn't come here. Like, everybody, Luke Combs' name's on top of this thing. Here's my music. Do you like what I'm putting out there? I enjoyed that. Like, you're sitting there for all this time, and, you know, he wasn't wasting time talking and telling stories. He told a couple yeah. short ones, which you got to know him a little bit. I think he's got something he can really, really sell. Um, if you talk about, I don't, and again, I don't understand the mainstream thing, but that's beside the point. Um, I think he has something he can really sell that could be transformed in what, what you've taught me mainstream is. Um, but I thought. That, that the music the whole way through was really good. I just wish that everybody, maybe it's a music standpoint, but I, I wish everybody would have had their own. I, you felt different when you were listening to Luke Combs because like you could feel the music in your, like in your body. Like, I mean, like the, the sound was like, you, you could feel it in your throat, everything. Like the music was like bouncing off of you. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And so it'll be interesting, like I said, once this podcast publishes, we'll have done, we'll have spliced these two together. So you'll get Karen and I's perspective of Luke Combs at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. And it'll be an interesting comparison because this one's an indoor venue. Um, we were in C-Deck for Buckeye Country Superfest, which is a little bit higher up, but I think we had fantastic seats. You could see everything. I did not feel like I was a million miles away. Um, would absolutely suggest those kind of seats again. But the difference, too, will be Karen and I are on the floor. So who knows if we'll even see anything. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening to our podcast about Luke Combs in Atlanta. You even got to hear a little bit about Tasha's experience seeing Luke Combs at Buckeye Country Superfest in Columbus, Ohio. We know that you were probably looking forward to hearing uh, about our favorite and least favorite song lyrics. Um, due to some personal stuff going on, we just weren't able to get that one recorded, but definitely look out for that one in the future. Be sure to tune in next time for our episode about Willie Nelson. We are going to Ohio to see him with Grandma, so that's going to be an exciting one. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow on all of our different social medias, and uh, we'll see you next week.